For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Number 27, James Arakawa. And moving from left field to right field, number 12, Tyler Ryan. All right, we've got a couple of defensive changes, also a new pitcher as uh, number 13 for Pacific. Hendrick Reinertsen, the uh, sophomore out of San Anselmo, California, into the ball game. Arakama moves to, from second field base to left field, and he is uh, replaced by Grant Mona. So Mona in at second, Arakawa to left, and Tyler Ryan moves from left to right. Number two, Noah Hill. Cougars will send two, three, and four up as Reinertsen, the fifth pitcher of the ball game, on the hill. He's a right-hander, worry number 13. Reinertsen, three wins, a loss, 3.54 earned run average in the first pitch to Noah Hill. He's down low, ball one. He's had 16 appearances. He's thrown 20 innings, given up 22 hits. Well, he's 87, 89 mile an hour fastball. Really good slider, likes to throw his slider when he gets ahead. Pitches up high, ball two. Very similar to the guy, the right hander they threw in two innings ago. It's almost like a staff day here for yeah. Pacific. You wonder where they played Tuesday, if they were maybe treating it a little bit this way. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's weird. Pitches over for strike. Uh, Reynoso, one of their top pitchers over the last few years, has been struggling. Uh, so uh, he's not scheduled to start. I'm sure we'll see him sometime during the series. He's got an ERA over five. One win, four losses on the year for Reynoso. There's a fastball over for a call, strike two to Hill. Yeah, good fastball to hit there right down the middle. Now he's in the 2-2 count, probably going to go that slider away. Two balls, two strikes. Hill, who is 0 for 2. Little looper left fielder is uh, going to get there and make the catch for the out. That's uh, Arakawa. So one man out, and Brock Hale steps to the plate. Number 44, Brock Hale. So Hale will step in. He is a one for three, doubled in the third, and scored or knocked in a run. Struck out his last time up. And the first pitch to Hale is up high, ball one. Yeah, big part of the game here. You got eight outs to work with, and you got Brock and Jackson to. Need to do a little damage here and get you back in this game. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Hale takes that one down low, ball two. You're sitting dead red here now if you're Brock. Get a fastball to hit here and see if you can tie this game up right here. You called it. He said he can hit multiple jacks this weekend. It's got to start with one. Yeah. Pitch is hammered deep left field. Left fielder going back, looking up. This ball is... Out of here, home run by Brock Hale. He's tied it up 5-5. That was a deep part of the ballpark also, and there's very, very little wind blowing as Brock Hale hits his eighth home run of the year. 
And the Cougars have tied it up here in the top of the seventh, 5-5. Yeah, fantastic swing. 2-0, you sit dead red, you get a 90-mile-an-hour fastball up and in, and you hammer it probably 400 feet, four, you know, in that left center gap. Yeah. Well, he hit it over a 20-foot wall. Yeah, my goodness. And now uh, Jackson Clough steps in as the Cougars have tied it up. Both teams with five runs, both teams with eight hits, both teams with one error. And the first pitch to Clough is over for a strike. Well, we've been uh, just fighting to get back in this game since we got, fell down 3 nothing in the first. Every time we tie it, they take a lead. We haven't yet to take a lead. It's our turn. Clough a strike. He's now down 0-2. Owen to the count to the Cougar shortstop, Jackson Clough. Henrik Reinertsen with the 0-2 is outside. Yeah, and Clough had a, had a tough week last week. I think he got one hit. You know, they intentionally yeah. walked him two or three times. You yeah, know, they just wouldn't pitch yeah, to him. they wouldn't pitch to him, and he kind of got himself out on a couple yep. times. Need to get him going again. One, two, that's outside, ball two. A little changeup right yep. there. And it doesn't throw that a ton, but you don't like to throw sliders down and into left-handed power guys, so it's going more to the changeup to Clough than he is the slider. See if you can get a fastball here and hammer it. Right center is wide open. Two, two pitch, big swing and a miss. Clough goes down on strikes on a pitch out of the zone. Yeah, it would have been ball three. Two men out, Jackson's second strike out of the ball game, and that uh, brings Austin Deming to the plate. Now batting the first baseman. Deming is Austin. 0 for 2. Struck out in the second, lined out to the shortstop in the fourth, walked in the fifth. And the first pitch to Austin is uh, a curveball that drops in for a strike. Here's the 0-1 to Deming. That's up high. Deming looking to get a little two-out rally going here for the Cougars as he hits one. Left fielder, center fielder coming over. Center fielder is going to call him off and make the play for the out. And the Cougars are retired here one in the run, seventh. One, hit, no one run, one hit, no errors, nobody left. We're through six and a half, five, five, Pacific and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Origami, though, you can make a paper airplane fly more than 200 feet or a deer with antlers and hooves out of a single sheet of paper. Origami is even the basis for cutting-edge advancements in surgery and space. That's Friday afternoon on Top of Mind, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on BYU Radio. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Wyatt Hoffman will lead off for Pacific as we go to the bottom of the seventh all tied up 5-5. Hoffman, the number nine hitter in the order, is 0 for 2. Strikeout and a fly ball out. And the first pitch from Jared Lesser is over for a call strike. Jared came in, started the last inning, gave up a leadoff uh, single. And then uh, Zach Munt and a couple of strikeouts, and Lesser was out of the inning. One and one to count. Well, again, here we are where we tie a game up, 
And every time we've done that, they've taken the lead right after it and answered. So we've got to put up a zero right here and give us a chance. Here's the 1-1 one, one from Lesser. Curveball. Boy, Ooh. just missed inside, I guess. <laughs> it fooled the hitter. I think it fooled the umpire a little bit, that big curveball. Yeah, Cougars tied it up at three. Three in the top of the third, and then Pacific scored one in the bottom, bottom of the third. There's a ground ball. Should be an easy play for Jackson Clough. He's got it, and we'll throw him out. So one man down top of the order now. James Arakawa steps in. Then the Cougars scored one in the fifth to tie it up, and then Pacific scored one more in the bottom half of the inning to lead 5-4. Now the Cougars with one in the seventh have tied it up, and we'll see if they can shut them down here in the seventh. In the bottom half is Arakawa. First pitch to him is down low, ball one. One ball and no strikes. And Lesser's pitch is up a little bit high for a ball. Sun down here in uh, Stockton on just a beautiful day for baseball. A little warm. Cougars aren't used to that. Uh... Ooh, there's a oh, line shot. Wow. Lesser makes the catch on a ball. It was heading right back at him. Wow. Tremendous reaction by Lesser. Wow. That Boy, is just better being lucky than good. You just got to throw your glove up there because that's a line drive single up the middle that he just throws it up, almost took his head off, and he's able to catch it. Two wow. men out, and Keaton Glover steps in. And the first pitch to Glover's down low for a ball. Great play by Lesser. Just tremendous reaction. Like you say, you just throw your glove up and hope. There's a ball hit out towards Sue. Brian's got it. And he'll throw the first for the out, and there's the pitch. And uh, Lesser retires the side in order here in the seventh. We're through seven complete, all tied up 5-5, BYU and Pacific on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. We go to the eighth inning. Mitch McIntyre steps in. He'll be followed by Kringlin and then Jacobson. First pitch outside, ball one. We were able to put that zero, Brent, so here we go. we got a chance to take a lead now. Here's the 1-0 pitch. McIntyre hammers one right at the first baseman uh, who makes the play for out number one. Unfortunate for McIntyre, who hit the ball hard. Oh, looks like we have a pinch hitter. Looks like Brian Call's coming in. Call, the left-hander, is going to hit for Kringlin. Attention. So Brian will come in and take over the DH role. Brian Call. Brian Call, uh, 40 at-bats this year, has uh, seven hits. First hit of his collegiate career was a three-run home run against uh, UVU in Orem. And the first pitch to Call is outside, ball one. Brent, look where they're playing him. That right fielder is in right center. There is nobody in right field for him. Unbelievable. Want to know the count. What's funny about that is... I can't imagine they've got that much of a scouting report again on Brian Cole. Yeah, I mean, what, 40 at-bats? And not a whole lot lately. 2-0 the count. Reinertsen's pitch is up high, ball three. 
Cooper's just looking for any kind of base runner here. They got to be taken all the way if you're Brian right here. And the pitch is over for a strike. Might even take right here as well. Both teams five runs, both teams eight hits. And here's the 3-1. That's over for call strike two. Looked like he was taken all the way. Well, now you compete right here, find a way. Call does have seven RBIs in those 40 at-bats. At five in his first career game. 3-2 pitch, that ball is looped right at the second baseman who makes the play for the out. So a couple of line drive outs here in the eighth for BYU, and uh, that'll bring Jacobson up. Yeah, got it off the end of the bat. Hit it right at the second baseman. I thought off the bat it might have a chance, but it just, like you said, top spin right to him. Grant Mona the, came in defensively in the last inning at second. Casey Jacobson doubled in the third, popped up in the fourth, and hit a long fly ball right to the base of the wall in the sixth inning that was caught. So Casey won for three today. And the first pitch up high, ball one. Well, if the wind was blowing the way it is right now, he would have got a home run. Swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. Because those flags were still when he hit that ball up against the wall caught. Yeah, they picked up again, blowing directly from straight across the field to left. Jacobson checks his swing. They said he did not go. As they appeal it down to the first base umpire, uh, Sid Aguilar. So two and one the count to Casey Jacobson, a senior out of Flower Mound. Him and Noah Hill, high school uh, teammates from like fifth grade. There's a little looper, second baseman going out, unable to get there. Right off the handle by Jacobson for a single. And that'll bring Jared Hall to the plate. Yeah, great job by Case to find a way to get a single. And the best part about that is because now it brings up Jaron Hall, which means the best, the worst case scenario, you're starting with your, your leadoff hitter and Sue in the ninth with a chance to hopefully win a ball game. Jaron Homer, a two-run shot in the third, struck out in the fourth, and grounded out in the sixth inning. He is one for three tonight, and uh, Hall swings and misses at a breaking pitch for strike one. That third baseman, look where he's playing, Brent. He's playing no doubles. He's one foot <laughs> off of the line right now. He could reach over and just touch the foul line. So a huge six hole right here. 0-1 to Hall, squares the bunt, takes the pitch just a little that. bit off the plate. Good idea by Jaron. Yeah, third baseman's playing so deep yeah. that you get that down, you're safe, and now you have Sue up with a chance to take now, the lead. Third baseman now yeah. <laughs> making his way in. He's about even with the bag. A ball and a strike. Now he backs up and a quick throw to first base. Third baseman even with the bag, and when the pitcher threw to first, he backed up. They do a little deke right there. You start short to say, hey, here I am. And as he comes set, you kind of scoot back because the hitter can't see you back up. 1-1 one, one pitch to Hall. A wild one gets away back to the screen. And Jaron Hall with a chance to put the Cougars on top here with a base hit. 2-1 and one the count. Jaron had a big game-winning RBI against UVU in Orem earlier in the year. Curveball that just got away from the pitcher 
And free, the catcher just couldn't corral it behind the plate and went back to the screen. Well, you know they're going to come with that slider if you're Jaron because they've just – it's three straight. They got, they got first base open. They don't want to get Sue up. They want to strike him out, and that's where he struggles with. Sit on it and hammer it. 2-1 pitch. There's a bunt down the third baseline that's going to roll foul. Again, not a bad idea by Hall, but, boy, you got to get that ball in fair territory. Yeah, I mean, if it's just fair, you're safe. And the sad part about that pitch, Brent, was that was a hanger. It was down the middle. That's probably a pitch you can hammer. Well, so Hall back to the plate, picks up the bat. Runner at second base. And Hall climbs back in against Reinertson. And here's a 2-2. That's on the outside corner. Call strike three. Hall goes down on strikes. And the Cougars retired in the eighth inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. We're through seven and a half. Five-five BYU and Pacific on your new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. All right, back here as we go to the bottom of the eighth. Reed McLaughlin is brought into the ball game, the fabulous freshman out of Scottsdale. McLaughlin uh, is the second best uh, freshman in ERA at 1.64. He's ranked 19th in the nation overall in ERA. And he's currently, his ERA is currently the best of any freshman in program history. That was pretty impressive. And nationally ranked 40th overall and fourth among freshmen and hits allowed per nine innings. And he's holding opponents to a 189 batting average, and that's the lowest by any pitcher since 1970. And so, uh, guess who he gets to face his bat- first batter today? <laughs> Mr. James Free, who has hit two home runs and doubled in the ball game. And I got to believe that's why McLaughlin's in the game, just yep. because Free was coming up. Free steps in. First pitch from McLaughlin is outside, ball one. Yep, you throw in your best guy in this situation. McLaughlin also the 12th player in program history with at least five wins and three saves in the same season. First guy since uh, Michael Rucker did it in uh, 2015. Here's the one ball pitch. That's outside for ball two. Yeah, not like Reed. He normally has really, really good fastball command, but both those fastballs myth way away. And you do want to miss away if you are facing free. I get that, but get back on that lower half on the knees. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Outside again, ball three. But Laughlin this year has been outstanding. Eight walks and 38 innings, 35 strikeouts. And here is the 3-0 pitch. That's Ooh. over for a strike by Free. I think he had the green light yeah. there, but he just didn't see a pitch he thought he could really drive. Man, I thought he would hack at that pitch. <laughs> it's been a while since one player has made me this nervous, Brent. Here's the 3-1. Ball fouled straight back. Three balls and two strikes. Well, you're back in the count. 
execute a pitch right here, find a way, win this. Reed McLaughlin, 5'10", 165-pound freshman out of Scottsdale. You look at him and East Walker, neither one of them six yeah. feet tall. But it just been absolutely dynamite on the mound. And here's a 3-2. Little one-hopper out to Clough. He's got it. Fumbles it, or doesn't fumble it, but oh. had a hard time coming up. Kind of slipped on the grass out he there. He did. By the time he threw across the mound, Free was able to beat it out. I don't think he beat it out, Brent. I'd love to see this replay. I mean, it doesn't matter. They'll call. He's safe, but my goodness, I thought uh, that was a tough play because he backed up on the grass and he just slipped. Well, it looks like they'll probably bunt Free over. They like to do that. Laforestier will step in. He is the first baseman. Ball was on one hopper. Clough was playing deep at short. He was back on the grass. He tried to set that plant foot and just it came out from under him. And then by the time he got his his plant foot, he made a good throw. As LaForestier steps in and the first pitch is outside for a ball. Casey Jacobson, third base, in on the grass. Cougars in the top of the ninth will have their top of the order up, Brian Sue. And here is McLaughlin's pitch, and that is on the inside corner for a strike. So a ball and a strike to Laforestier, the sophomore out of uh, Sacramento. Tigers have had a couple of sacrifice bunches tonight. And there's a pitch that's up high for ball two. Yeah, Casey's playing way in on the grass, hoping that if you get a hard bunt back at him, he can get the lead runner at, at second. Big situation here to just get an out. Here's the 2-1. There's a ball Ooh. popped up foul straight back. Well, some and programs now two and two. Some programs love to let their guys still bunt with two strikes, and some programs it's just they're not going to do it. So I'm not sure what Coach Garko does in these situations. We'll be curious to see. I'm a fan of hey, it's your job, get it down. You got three strikes to do it, get it down. Two and two, the count free with not much of a lead at first base. And. The hitter has squared already. Here's the 2-2. That's up high ball three. Wow. McLaughlin uh, not having the great command that we've seen early in the year here through the first couple of hitters. Got to make a big pitch right here. Full huge, count. Huge pitch right here. McLaughlin again with the 3-2. Ball fouled off. Well, runner didn't go, and he swung that time. I thought maybe full count they might try to do a little hit-and-run action. Big swing through right here, strikeout, or a little ground ball, double play ball. Cougars the leading team in the West Coast Conference, almost in every pitching category. 3-2 pitch, ball fouled off again. Fortunate there he swung, because that would have been ball four up and away. Reed's missing up yep. right now. He's got to get down in the zone. 
Cougars right now ranked in uh, both the uh, couple of different polls. UCLA right now the number one team in the nation, 30 wins, seven losses. Stanford, number two. Oregon State, number three. So three Pac-12 schools right there at the top. 3-2 pitch, ball fouled off again. Great battle right here, and Reed's going to go to his best pitch, which is that fastball. But he's doing a heck of a job of just fouling it off, fouling it off. Nobody out, runner at first base, 5-5 the score as we play the bottom of the eighth inning here at Klein Family Field in Stockton. First game of a three-game set. And here's the 3-2 pitch. Little looper, that should be an easy play for McIntyre. He goes back a couple of steps, makes the play for the out. Big out, good strike right there by McLaughlin. Yeah, that was the best pitch he threw with that entire bat and got the fly out, easy fly out to left, not letting him advance. And now you got Ryan coming up who hit a triple in the first inning. It looks like uh, Coach Bradshaw is going to take a timeout. You know, I think what they're going to talk to him about is Reed's been really close to pausing the last couple of pitches. And the last thing you want to do here is balk. And you know the guy's on deck. And, and this guy's a guy here. You want to talk to him about his tempo, make sure that he, he sets, right? Maybe talk to him, say, hey, what are you feeling? What's your best pitch? And then uh, and then try to get Ryan out. Because if Ryan's already proven, if you if it's a fastball up and in, he can hammer it. He's got five home runs on the year, and he hit the triple off the wall in the first inning. Well, so. that was a huge lack of execution right there by Pacific not that getting that bunt down. You can't imagine that he would be bunting in this situation here, Ryan. Yeah. Well, Ryan's two for three on the day yeah. with a single and a triple. so He's also grounded into a double play. Exactly. That was a really good play by Clough on that double play. Unassisted to tag the base and then throw it across. One man out, runner at first base for the Tigers, and Tyler Ryan, the senior out of San Clarita, California, steps in. And here is McLaughlin's first pitch. Just off the plate for ball one. Yeah, just down. Looks similar to the pitch they struck Jaron Hall, Jaron Hall on, on last inning. Just really quite can't figure out Dan Payne's zone today, Brent. He's having a hard time figuring it out too, I think. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Popped up. That ball will find the seats behind home plate. Coach Little One's been warned today, so he's kind of got to watch what he says down there. <laughs> you get one warning and then uh, run the risk of getting tossed yep. if you say much more. Yep, especially when it comes to balls and strikes. It's kind of like that like weird unwritten baseball rule. You just can't argue balls and strikes. Well, then if you can't ar argue that, then what can you argue? Because That's 90% yeah, of the game. It is, it is. One and one. Here's the pitch. That ball's hit pretty well. Left fielder uh, McIntyre going over. He's going to get there and make the catch. Boy, a ball hit it. good by Tyler Ryan. But Mitch McIntyre got a good jump on it and ran it down in the left center field alley for out number two. Yeah, that ball was hit hard. And off the bat, I'm like, oh, no, it's going to be off the wall. But Mitch ran it down. Good read, good jump. And now you got two outs. Kevin Sondry, who started every game for Pacific this year, will step in. He singled and had an RBI in the first, struck out in the fourth, and had a sacrifice bunt in the sixth. Up, 
Laughlin with a long look in it to his catcher, Noah Hill. Now he's got the sign, and here's the first pitch to Kevin Saunter. That's a little looper, and that ball's going to drop into right field. Runner's going to advance to third base on the single. So there will be runners at the corners for Bryce Kirk. Yeah, fastball elevated, just hit a little looper over second base into the gap, and free goes first to third. So now you got uh, a chance to, to take a lead here if you're Pacific. Garko's had an offensive visit here, and he's bringing the, the DH in to talk to him a little bit. Yeah, Bryce Kirk grounded out in the first inning, flew to left in the fourth, struck out in the sixth. And now he's up there in the bottom of the eighth inning trying to put his Pacific Tigers on top. Tie ball game 5-5 and Bryce Kirk. Well, big spot right here. But Laughlin's your guy if you're the Cougars. He's been he's been the guy the whole year. Yeah, he, he, this is the guy you want pitching if you're a Coug fan. Need a big situation right here. Need a big out. Curious to see if Pacific tries any trickeration. Little, you know, a little double still early leave. The only thing about that, I don't think Free runs that well at third base. But you never know. Bottom of the eighth in McLaughlin's first pitch. There's a pitch out. As the Cougars thought uh, something might be. The runner at first base took a big lead and then faked like he was going. Sondry. Pretty good speed. He's got two stolen bases on the year. This team doesn't run that much. They've only got 19 steals on the year. Well, here you go. Big spot. Want to know the count? And the pitch. Ball fouled off by Bryce Kirk. Yeah, really good swing right there. 84 at-bats. Kirk has... 17 RBI is 24 hits, and he does have 16 strikeouts. But Laughlin, five wins, a loss, three saves on the year. As he works the eighth inning here, runners at the corners. And the 1-1 pitch from Reed McLaughlin is on the inside corner for call strike two. Very good pitch right there by McLaughlin. Yeah, Kirk. Kind of hit his helmet afterwards like, oh, I should have swung at that. That was a good pitch on the inner half. Well, he's got him 1-2, and this is where you might see a little trickeration with two strikes. This is where you might see the runner take off early, fall down, see if they can attempt to throw. If you read, don't worry about that. Go strike out this batter. Here's the 1-2. That's up high for ball two. Came back with that fastball that kind of rides away from left-handed hitters. I tell you what. But it was just a little bit up. Brent, I don't think Reed likes throwing in California because his his worst outing of the year, in my opinion, was against San Diego this year. You know, a month ago, he struggled with that command as well. He's normally so good with his command. Two balls, two strikes. Ball fouled off. 90-mile-an-hour fastball right there. So Bryce Kirk, the DH, trying to pick up his first hit and give the Tigers a lead here in the bottom of the eighth. 
Two balls, two strikes. Deming off the bag at first. Now he'll back up behind the runner. And the pitch. Little looper. That ball's going to drop in. Base hit. And Pacific has taken a 6-5 to five lead on the single by Kirk. Well, you bring in your best reliever, and they go out and get three singles and score off him. 2-2 count. He threw a fastball down the middle, and he just hit it right back up the middle for a two-out RBI. Good piece of hitting by Kirk. Tigers take a 6-5 lead, and we've got a pinch hitter. But no, we're going to have a pinch runner here. Try to see who that is as he comes out of the dugout. As Kirk will come off, the hitter will be Grant Mona, who came in defensively a couple innings ago. This will be his first at bat. Number three for Pacific, that is uh, Carter Hayes. A junior infielder. Now batting for the Tigers, the second baseman, number 10, Grant Mona. Mona steps in with runners now at first and second as uh, Pacific has taken a 6-5 lead. They now have six runs on 11 base hits. As three singles in the inning. I've given the Tigers the lead, and the first pitch is a little bit low from McLaughlin for ball one. Well, oh, Mona, Cougars will have top of the order up. And they got the top coming up. This is where Reed has to keep this to a one-run game, give yourself a chance to come back in the ninth. Want to know the count, McLaughlin? And the pitch, that's down low. Two and all the count. And Reed just hasn't looked comfortable no. all night. He normally is so good at throwing the ball where and when he wants it. And tonight, it's kind of a guessing game. It's not typical of him. Two and all as uh, the Tigers with runners at first and second. They've scored one to take the lead, and the pitch is inside for ball three. Wyatt Hoffman, the number nine here in the lineup, is in the on-deck circle. And here is the 3-0. That's over for a strike. Not much of a crowd in the ballpark, but they're excited here in the eighth as uh, the Tigers have taken the lead. And here is the 3-1 pitch from Reed McLaughlin. That's outside ball four. So the bases are loaded. And this is certainly not a typical McLaughlin type of performance that we're so used to seeing. Yeah, no, it really isn't. It's not, you not normally see his command this, this iffy. 
but you got to find a way to get an out right here to give yourself a chance in the ninth. You get a hit here, and it's going to be a real tough order to come back in this game. Hoffman 0 for 3. Strikeout. He's flown out, and he is grounded out in the game. And Reed McLaughlin's first pitch is over for a strike. Oh and one. Seventh guy to come to the plate in the inning. Looked like McLaughlin was going to work his way out of after giving up the leadoff single. He got a couple of fly ball outs and then back-to-back -back singles scored the go-ahead run. Ooh. Now a walk and almost a wild pitch right there in the count uh, ball and a strike. Yeah, and he's really laboring out there. You see him walking around the mound, slow tempo. Usually he's a quick worker. One ball, one strike. Bases loaded as uh, Wyatt Hoffman. Steps back in, and uh, McIntyre really taking his time. Here's the 1-1 pitch. That's over for a strike, one and two. Top of the ninth, Cougars will have the top of the order up. As, boy, it just seems like the entire night the Cougars have just Play been behind up. by yeah. a run or two. Catch up, catch up. Ball and two strikes for McLaughlin. And the pitch, swing and a miss, and McLaughlin strikes out to Hoffman. But not before the Tigers got the big run on three base hits. No errors and three runners left on. We are through eight complete, 6-5 Pacific over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Swanson has uh, uh, Pacific Tigers have brought Nick Swanson, and he is their closer. He's got four saves on the year, best ERA on the team, 1.21. Four saves, 22 innings pitched, 25 strikeouts. So this is the guy they go to when they've got a lead late, and they've got a lead right here going into the ninth inning. Cougars will send Brian Sue, Noah Hill, and Brock Hill to the plate. Looks like we're going to have a pinch hitter on deck. Looks like Hobbs Nyberg will hit for Noah. And Nyberg out in the on-deck circle. Well, Swanson's typical to the other kind of righties we've seen. Fastball slider guy, runs it up to 88 to 90. Likes his slider when he gets ahead, so. Sixth pitcher we've seen for Pacific in the ball game. As Brian Sue still looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 3 with a pair of strikeouts. And Nick Swanson's first pitch to Sue. Almost hit oh. him way inside for ball one. That'd have been nice. Curveball that just got away from him, and he's very fortunate for Swanson that that didn't hit Sue. Here's the 1-0. Ball hit hard down to the third baseman, bounces over the shortstop. He's got it, throws the first, not in time. Brian Sue beats it out at the bag. Ball up and off the shorts or the third baseman's chest, bounced right to the shortstop who barehanded the ball and. Almost got Sue at first base. Yes, it did, and he hammered that ball. Fortunate there. 
Hobbs that uh, Sue was able to beat that out, and you got the leadoff man on the ninth. Curious if uh, they bunt him over here, and you give yeah. Hob, you give uh, Hale a chance. and Clough a chance to tie the game. Well, Nyberg, the freshman out of St. George, steps in. Big opportunity right here for the young man. And here's the first pitch to Nyberg, and he bunts the ball foul off the third base side. And good speed on the bases with Sue. And Nyberg again will step back in there, see if the bunt uh, is still on here. You'd have Hale and Clough, two pretty good guys with a chance to tie the ball game up if they could get that guy in scoring position. And Nyberg again scores the bunt, takes that pitch outside, ball one. Well, this is where you have to execute, right? Pacific executed and got their bunt, got, uh, I mean, got their guys in last inning, now you got to execute. Here's a 2-1. That ball's bunted up. Catcher's going to make the catch on a foul ball bunt attempt by Nyberg. So Hobbs unable to get the job done in that situation. One man out. Cougars are 0-8 when trailing after eight innings this year. Have never come back for a to tie it or win a game in the in the uh, ninth. Got to execute. You have to execute there. And here's the pitch to Brock Hale. There's that slider that drops in for a strike. Cougars have scored 245 runs this year. Only one has been scored in the ninth inning. They've been outscored 6-1 in the ninth. They've got Hale played well over into the left center field alley and very deep as Hale fouls this one off. 0-2. Well, now he's got him own two. This is where he wants to go to his slider away. You don't want to give Brock another fastball. That's where he has to stay on it here and just find a way to punch it into right and see if Sue can go first to third and keep this thing rolling. 0-2 the count. Brock Hale steps back in. And the pitch popped up. Curveball and Hale kind of out on his front foot, pops it up to the second baseman who makes the catch for out number two. So the Cougars just unable to execute anything after the Brian Sue infield single. Now the pitching coach out to talk with uh, Swanson here as the uh, Tigers one out away from a victory here in game one of this three game series, but a tough guy at the plate, Jackson Clough. Jackson, a couple of strikeouts in the ball game. He is one for four. His single came back in the fifth inning. Yeah, he hasn't looked good at all. Has not looked good at all. But doesn't matter what he's looked up to this point, yeah. right? Find That's a way right. to, to, to have a big hit here. Sue is, Sue's got great speed. You can put a ball in the gap. You can tie this game up. They're shading Jackson over in the left center field alley. If he could pull one into right center, Sue would score pretty easily. Yes, he would. So Clough steps in, two men out. And Nick Swanson from the stretch, first pitch, 
Ball fouled off by Clough for strike one. Just get the next guy up is the goal here. No balls, one strike. And here is the pitch to Clough. Little looper, that ball's gonna drop into left field, base hit, Sue will hold it second base. So Jackson Clough keeping things alive here for BYU. Didn't hit it hard, but hit it just in front of the left fielder and the Cougars have the potential tying run now at uh, second base. Like and I think pinch, uh, hitter. pinch hitter for Deming. Valdez. Looks like Abe Valdez is gonna come on. So Valdez, the backup catcher for the Cougars, will step in. Valdez, a 303 average in 33 at-bats, has 10 hits and 10 RBIs. So he's been clutch when he's had guys he has, on base. Yeah. He's, come, he's come through with some big base hits. He really has, especially with guys on base. He's come in late in games and gotten some big hits. So now you got a chance. The key here is... See his slider at you. If it starts down the middle, it's going to be a ball. If it starts on the inner half, it's going to be a strike. Good speed on the bases in Sue and in Clough. And the first pitch to uh, Abe Valdez outside, ball one. On deck is McIntyre, the lefty for BYU. And Abe has power. He can hit a ball out of here and especially hit one in the gap. Two men out, two men on. And Valdez, the pitch is inside. Runner's going to try to advance, and they both will. So Valdez took the pitch on a check swing. It was inside for ball two. Wow, and things just got real interesting. Great read by Sue. He gets the third. Jackson follows him. So now you've got the tying run at third and the go-ahead run at second with Valdez up in a 2-0 count. And a 2-0 count, man, pick your pitch. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure it is your pitch here. Clutch play, up right here. Yeah, the plan, shortstop way all over in the six hole. Wide open up the middle for Valdez, who could give the Cougars a lead here. 2-0 pitch, Valdez takes that pitch. A slider over for a strike. Yeah, I like that. 2-0, that's not yours. And he's seen that pitch yep, now. Yep, find a way right here. Hit a ball right back up the middle and you'll take a lead. Come on, Abe. Sue at third, Clough at second. And Nick Swanson, the closer on the hill for Pacific. And here's a 2-1 pitch and Valdez hits this ball. Fair, Fair ball. ball down the line, third base, two runs are gonna score. Valdez around first base, he's chugging for second and Abe Valdez with a big Two-out double gives the Cougars a 7-6 lead here in the top of the ninth inning. Wow. Clutch hit by Valdez. Great job, Abe Valdez, and he sat on that slider. He started in on him, and he's able to hit it down the line for a two-RBI double with two outs in the ninth inning, and the Cougs have their first lead of the ball game. Wow. That brings up McIntyre. Huge at-bat right here for Mitch also. Cougars yeah. would love to put a little insurance. Yeah, you got a chance to put some insurance right here. As McIntyre steps in. First pitch to Mitch is uh, outside, ball one. So the Cougars, 
two outs, a runner at first base. Clough with a hit the left, and Valdez with a double down the line, giving them a lead 7-6. Cougars have not come from behind to win a game in the ninth inning this year. And they're trying to do it here tonight in game one of this series. That's our only third run that we've scored this year in the ninth. So here we go. Got a chance now. And uh, there's one more huge run out there, Brent. Find a way, Mitch, to drive in that run. One ball, one strike. And that's a throw box. He's got to throw to the bag. That's a box. He did throw it a second. The shortstop was not there. He was probably 10 feet yeah. from the bag when he made the catch. If you attempt to throw it a second on a pickoff, it has to be to the bag. That ball wasn't close to the bag. The shortstop well, never got there. Second base umpire, home plate umpire, very clearly visible to see that. Pitches up high to McIntyre for ball two. Boy, the Cougars have picked up McIntyre or uh, McLaughlin here with the two runs. And now I, I've got to believe you're going to probably see Zim, Drew Zimmerman in the ninth. Not, not sure. Big swing and a miss by Mitch McIntyre, two and two the count. Like I said, we cannot see the bullpen area. It's so far out there, I can't tell. It does look like there is a right-hander. It's got to be Zimmerman throwing. They might start with uh, McLaughlin. They might. And uh, have Zim in the pen if they if they need him. Two-two pitch, down low, ball three. Big run out there, Brent. Really huge run because they've got the – They've got the uh, top of their order coming up, don't they? Yep. One, two, and three do up. Yeah. That's their, that's their, Four that's Pacific. Their, those are their guys. Seven, six the score. First lead for the Cougars here is in the ninth inning. And the three, two. McIntyre, big swing and a miss. Goes down on strikes. But Abe Valdez with a big two-out double scores two. Cougars lead seven, six. We go to the bottom of the ninth on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Back here, Mitch McIntyre is going to take over on the hill for the Cougars. Mitch, the starting left fielder for BYU, just struck out to end the inning, so kind of odd. Hopefully Mitch has been able to throw a little bit on the side. They're going to move Jaron Hall, I believe, to left field and bring Danny Jelilich into center field defensively. As the Cougars own a 7-6 lead, top of the order due up for the Pacific Tigers. James Arakawa will lead it off. He'll be followed by Keaton Glover and then James Free. McIntyre outstanding last week up at uh, University of Washington in Seattle on the hill. And, of course, uh, Abe Valdez has taken over behind the plate for BYU. And uh, I think that Zach Peterson has come in at second base. And at first base is uh, Brian Sue. Yep, a lot of changes out there, but here we go. Got a lead here in the ninth, and here comes Mitch McIntyre with a chance to win a ball game. So McIntyre will take over on the hill. McIntyre, two wins, a loss this year in 13 innings pitched. And here's the first pitch from Mitch, and that is a little bit inside ball one. And 
Saturday's postgame, Coach Littlewood actually said he could see Mitch maybe turn it into a weekend starter next year. Well, he's been good for us this year out of the pan. Here's the one ball pitch. That is down low ball two. Well, last thing you want to do here is walk their lead off because you know what they'll want to do. They'll want to bunt them over and get to their guys. Pound the zone right here and make him earn this. Two balls, no strikes. Here's McIntyre's pitch. And that's over for a strike. You know, it's kind of interesting. McIntyre struck out to end the yeah. top half of the inning. Now he's right back on the mound. Yeah. I wonder how much he was actually able to throw on the side before. Well, he's also a guy that says, Coach, I can come right from the outfield. I'm used to getting warm on the mound. Here's the 2-1. That's up high, ball three. Well, you got to throw a strike here. You can't walk the leadoff. For McIntyre, this is his eighth appearance, all in relief. Opponents are hitting less than 100 against the lefty. And the 3-1 pitch over for call, strike two. Go right back to that inside part right there. Casey can back up now with the full count. Arakawa steps in, here's a 3-2. Ball hit to Jacobson and he stayed shallow instead of backing up like you'd mentioned. I'm not sure what he was doing on the 3-2 pitch. But yeah. he should have been about 20 feet back from where he was. He should have been, I don't know why he's playing in right there. It's a full count, he's not gonna bunt. You gotta play back. Casey got, Casey got caught napping there and if he's playing back two steps, he probably catches that right in the glove and throws him out. And now you have to play in for the bunt. Keaton Glover steps in. He had a sack bunt in the first inning. Arakawa uh, runs very well at first base. And this uh, back and forth game just continues to do it. There's a ball hit out to McIntyre. He's up with it. He'll throw to first for the out. Zach Peterson there covering the bag at first base. So the potential tie and run now at second base with uh, James Free, who's four for four in the ball game coming up. And they're gonna go ahead and intentional walk free, which is the right move. You hate to put the go ahead run on base, but you do not wanna face him in this situation who could win the game in one swing, if not tie it. And now you have the left on left matchup. So I like this. DeForestier now steps in. He is a 0 for 4 today. He's flown out twice, grounded out twice. And McIntyre with one man out. Pitch to DeForestier is outside, ball one. Came back with a curveball. Well, you knew this wasn't going to be easy in the bottom of the night. No, it just hasn't it been one of those games. Hasn't been at all. Boy, you need yourself a double play ball right here. McIntyre looks in, has got the sign going against the lefty. And the pitch, and that's over for a call, strike one. Gutsy move by Mike Littlewood right there, putting free on the potential winning run. But the way he swung the bat tonight, and it does it's probably it, the yeah, smart thing. I agree. You hate to do that, but, man, he's four for four on the day. And 
almost it for the cycle. You know, you with McIntyre, the lefty on, you know, you, you flip him over yeah. so he's batting right-handed. Got a timeout. Umpire's calling timeout. I'm not sure why. I think there's a ball on the field out in the left uh-huh. field corner coming out of the bullpen. Uh, Drew Zimmerman is out there continuing to throw for BYU. As McIntyre, the fourth pitcher for the Cougars, uh, Jordan Wood. McLaughlin is actually the pitcher of record right now as the Cougars took the lead in the top half of this inning. And here's the 1-1. Curveball drops in, call strike two. McIntyre looking for a save in this situation to be his first of the year. He's got him 1-2 here. Go to your best pitch. Get you a strikeout or a double play ball in the game right here, Mitch. Tyler Ryan, another very good hitter up next. Again, wins picked up, blowing out toward left field. Now timeout called by the batter. Cougar seven runs, 11 hits. Pacific six runs, 12 hits. Cougars double play depth up the middle. And McIntyre with a one-two count and the pitch. Curveball just missed a little bit low. Yes, it did. I like that pitch. Try to get a swing and miss right there. Now, 2-2 two, two count. You don't want to load them. You don't want to full, I mean, get to a full count is what I mean. So you want to go ahead and put them away right here. Throw your best pitch. McIntyre again looks back at second and the pitch. That hit him. Pitch got him. A little too far inside. And Tyler Ryan's now going to step up there with bases loaded and only one man out. So Arakawa is at third base. Free is at second base. And LaForeste is at first base. And... Tyler Ryan, a 250 hitter, does have five home runs, steps in. Well, you got uh, the middle playing double play depth. He's hitting to a double play today. And here is McIntyre with the pitch. Strike called on the outside corner for 0-1 the count. Yeah, and Tyler Ryan's just trying to hit a ball in the air, tie this game up, hit a ball in the air. Cougars playing relatively shallow in the outfield, trying to keep any ball from landing in front of them. Got Hall in left and uh, pitches outside. Jelic in center field after those defensive replacements last inning. So a ball and a strike that has been a nip and tuck ball game this entire ball game. There hasn't been more than a one-run lead since the third inning. Yeah, it's crazy. Fun game. A lot of excitement. Here's the 1-1. Swing and a miss. One and two. Good pitch right there. Go right back to it. Big spot right here. Find a way right here, Mitch. 
One ball, two strikes on deck is uh, Kevin Sondry. He had a big hit in the eighth inning when the uh, Tigers took the lead. Cougars came back with two in the ninth to retake the lead. And now we've got bases loaded, one man down, and Tyler Ryan, the hitter. Executed your best pitch right here. Ball and two strikes, McIntyre with the pitch. Now gets away from Valdez, the run's gonna score. Boy, the ball just, I'm not sure what happened. It wasn't that far outside, but just got glanced off Valdez's glove. That's gotta be a pass ball. And it's all tied up at 7-7. Yeah, I don't know how he drops that ball. There's no reason to drop that ball. You know what's coming. Wow, unbelievable. Now the winning run at third base and lots of different things that can happen here. 2-2 two, two count. I doubt you'd squeeze with, the, with two strikes. Cougars are forced to bring the infield and the outfield in now. As McIntyre, a look in at Valdez. Valdez, the hero in the top of the ninth, and then has one glance off his glove to allow the tie and run to score. And here is McIntyre's pitch. Popped up in the infield. Zach Peterson, second baseman there, battling a little bit, makes the catch for the out, so two men are out. Oh, that hurts so bad. Big, big execution right there by Mitch to get that pop up, but oh. Without that pass ball, you're, oh man. Sandri steps in, he's again one of the veterans of this team, he's a senior. He's two for three today with a, an RBI. Find a way to get your team back up in the 10th. Get out of this any way you can, Mitch. Kevin Sandri, a 250 hitter coming into the ball game. And McIntyre battling here to keep, try to get the Cougars into extra innings. And the first pitch is outside, ball one. It's funny how pass ball by the catcher on a catchable ball for both teams, right? Free had it's the true. big one in the in the top of the ninth that moved the runners in scoring position, and then Valdez has the one that ties the game. One big. ball, no strikes. And here's the pitch from McIntyre. Curve ball. Catches the inside corner. One and one the count. Well, Coach Littlewood has said this is good, good ball club. Kevin Garko, the head coach, second season. He's got this uh, program heading in the right direction. Yes, he does. A ball and a strike. Here's McIntyre's pitch. That's way high and outside for a ball. On deck is Michael Riccapito, who is uh, a little hitting that DH role after they uh, pinch ran for the DH. He's not had an at bat tonight. And with first base open, not sure. But uh, Sandri, one of the seniors on this team, and that ball popped up foul out of play. 
Rigopolto has had 33 at-bats this year, a 273 average. Well, find a way. Execute right here and get your team to the 10th. What a ball game, Brent. It really has been. Two yeah. balls, two strikes. McIntyre with a look in. Zimmerman continues to throw in the pen for the Cougars. And here's McIntyre's pitch ball hit out towards Zach Peterson. Zach's got it. He'll throw to first for the out, and we're going to extra innings here in Stockton. 7-7 after 9 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 